0: Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. (laughs) We are on episode number five here. No, six. This is six. I think it's six. Six. I think it's, yeah, you're right, six. And uh, we have a special guest in the house with us tonight. Um, I'm actually kind of excited because we get not only um, one other person, a third party perspective, but it's a woman's perspective. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited about that. So She has a podcast that is called The Panel Podcast with Jen Hills. She is born and raised uh, in Dallas, but she's from a little small town outside of Dallas. And not only is she a Dallas fashionista, but she's a certified badass independent woman who works in (laughs) software sales. And sh- I like to think of her as a relationship therapist advisor. And ladies and gentlemen, Miss Jen Hills.
1: Oh my goodness! Thank you for having me. <laughs> that was so great, Adam. Such a, I mean, I feel good about myself already. And it's, like, it's not the tequila shot I just took. It's that intro.
0: Oh, okay. I, love I love it. Well, we're here to make it a little easier on you. So um, this is a fun episode. Um, we have a lot coming up, and I think the first half we're just going to have some normal dialogue. And well, we
2: have very interesting dialogue today. Yes, we do. Because Jen has been through something I never want to go through. Say it. Yeah. And that's calling off a wedding. Yeah. I oh. called off my
1: wedding.
0: Do you have and like that, a sound effects I, kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. Which is so, I, I haven't, we don't even know your story yet, but I will say you have to have big cojones to call off a wedding. Thank you. And right. it's so, I commend you for being so smart and knowing yourself to know when it was right and when it was not right.
1: And I don't know, kudos to you before we even get started. Thank you.
0: Kahunas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Big kahunas. You know, I mean, yeah, I can just go into it. If yeah, you let's want. do it. What yeah. happened? How no, long were you together? Yeah, let's,
0: like, let's take it back. I mean, tell us about this guy you met. Did you meet him after, before college, after college? And let's should just we call
2: him
1: Bob? Let's Let's just call call
2: him Bob. Bob. I like Bob. Let's
1: call him Bob. B-O-B. Yeah, we met, I think, it was after college, so I was probably about 25, and I had been out in the scene, you know, kind of hitting the Dallas clubs. Dating around. Dating around, having fun, but hadn't been in a relationship in a little bit, and, um, you know, Bob just seemed like a nice guy with a good job, great family. He was from, you know, the Dallas area, and... Um, we had the same personality. Like, we were both very type A. We both were in sales. And so I was always attracted to that energy. A lot in common. Yeah. yeah of someone like me, kind of a guy that's like center of attention, energy in the room. Um, I was always attracted to that. And yeah. so that was him. And we started dating, um, you know, when I was 25, all the way up until I turned 30 in May of this year.
0: So the five years you guys dated, how soon was it before he moved in or you guys moved in with each other?
1: It was like almost four years and we moved in way too soon, which is something that right. when I tell this story- Wait, four okay.
0: years and you think that's too soon?
1: No, no, sorry. We dated four <laughs> years, not five.
0: <laughs> oh, we dated okay. like three and a gotcha. half, almost four years.
1: We moved in together under a year. So we had gotcha. been dating- Like that fall we met and started dating maybe like October, September, and we moved in the next July.
2: And was it, did you guys move in for convenience or was it because you're like, oh, this is the person I wanted to start my life with?
1: I think a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: And did you move in with him or did he move in with you?
1: We both had leases ending Ah. and we both wanted to move from like apartment, townhome to a home in the M Streets. And together, we could afford a nicer home and okay, get so a dog and all the things. And those of you who right. are not
0: familiar with the M Streets, it's like the young professional neighborhood, I like to call <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you, Pre- gradu-
1: you graduate from uptown, then you get the M Streets, then you move to like, I don't know, Preston Hollow, Devonshire, Halland Park. Yeah, we skipped a step, Adam. Oh, shit. Yeah, or- close tomorrow on a house in Devonshire.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is it That's Devonshire
2: so or Devonshire? Devon. Devin, Devon. okay, because I said Devonshire today at the gym, and someone was like, "It's Devonshire." Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was like, "Oh, okay, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm not from Devonshire." Okay. So
0: this is this is this this is an intimate relationship because you moved in very quickly. I mean, fairly, but the good news is, is you guys had the same common end goal, which was you saw something more in that person, so you figured, okay, let's move in with each other and let's see where this can go from here.
2: My question yeah. is like. How did you, okay, you moved in together, it's like lust at first sight, whatever, and then you get this house, you're living your best life together, like, when did it come up to get married?
1: Was um, it soon? Yeah, I think we talked about it really early on. I think... So you had the end goal in mind <clears throat> when you moved in together, you were going to get married? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I think that's something at this age, I don't know, 26, 27, where... You, when you are at that point you're not going to just waste your time or you're for not even sure. just yeah. for convenience we both had that same idea yes. and want and we both kind of had the same i don't know values and end goals we both wanted kids we both value marriage and family and traveling and um like success and kind of all the things yeah so it align. sounds
2: like so far you've checked all the boxes like yeah. you have sexual chemistry um, you guys had the same plans great and jobs. goals, great jobs. You buy a house together. You move in together with There's the intention of getting married. You <laughs> have a I dog. Had a puppy. Like, like a kid. where did it go wrong?
1: Yeah. So we actually, we didn't buy the house together. We, it was a rental house and I would never buy a house with someone who I wasn't engaged or yeah, married smart. to. So, um, we actually lived in two different houses together. The second one I bought without him. And I think I did that knowing I wanted to move my life forward. We had been living together for a while, and we were not engaged. And I had the money, and I was ready to make that move. So that was one of the things where I was still hesitant on if we were going to get married or not. But no, honestly, you're right. We didn't have any stresses. We didn't have financial stress or you know, family stress, really. We had a really good life, a lot of friends. But um, there were just, there were red flags I saw very, very early on that I ignored. Because I wanted to. I had been single a while. He checked a lot of boxes for me.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, And it's easy to ignore red flags when you're in love with someone. I mean, yeah. especially, I feel like for women, that's easy for us to like, we're born nurturers. We're... I like to think that women are the people that keep the family together. Mm -hmm. So it's just like something innate in us that
1: overlooks all these bad things. True. So, yeah, I totally get that. He checks so many boxes. Like, I think you have your list of criteria for who you want to date. And that kind of evolves over time. Some things superficial, some things not. But um, he met a lot of the criteria for me that I had wanted. It, very simple things, like he was tall, he had pretty eyes, he had a great job, he was social and funny and liked to travel. There were all these things. But there was this very dark side to our relationship where arguments would just be out of control. I think if you're wondering if there's, if your relationship is unhealthy and you kind of go Google like what's healthy and what's unhealthy – You'll find it. So I think disrespect. I think jealousy. Any type of physical behavior, anger. I think that you really have to evaluate the way people deal with anger and process it. And it wasn't really what we were arguing about. I think our last argument was about the blinds, like in the house, that just erupted into us calling off the wedding because it just got so ridiculous. What happened with the blinds? I mean, nothing. they They just weren't. The the color correct the size and there was blame on both sides and it was so dumb but did you find yourself you saw
2: that reaction from him being angry and uh, acting in in a crazy way even though i i hate to use the word crazy but lack a better word crazy um did you find yourself mimicking that yeah. as well yeah and i can see like my relationship with Adam is completely different than relationships I've had in the past because of how he treats me and how I treat him. Like I see my ownership in my past relationships as well. But I feel like when you're in a volatile relationship, you start to mimic those bad
1: characteristics. That's so insane. You brought that up because yeah, I, um, like it brought out a side of me that I didn't like. And you know what, when I was crazy too. Like it takes two people. Two to tango. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, he may not have been the right guy for me, but for someone who maybe has a different nature, different presence or different way of communicating than me, or that's maybe a stronger person in that sense than I am, he would probably be great for, but it, I did start to mimic the behavior and I'm in a much healthier, happier, like calm, like sense of peaceful relationship now. Where our, our relationship and our behavior and communication styles mimic one another.
0: Raven, mm-hmm. as you know, we're getting ready for the wedding. And I came across this really cool uh, company. And they were featured on Shark Tank. And it's called Books. Ever heard of them?
2: No, but I love Shark Tank and I love weddings. So. Okay,
0: well, Books, which is short for bouquets, spelled out B-O-U-Q-S, it's this company that has holiday wreaths, fresh flowers, plants, and gifts, and they start at 39 bucks. Do
2: they have wedding flowers?
0: They do, and I'm glad you asked because they have wedding and corporate packages that allow you to save up to 80% versus traditional florists. Okay,
2: 80%, we're calling them.
0: Yes, we are, because they're featured on Shark Tank they source all of their flowers from a volcano farm in Hawaii.
2: Stop. Yeah,
0: it's really cool. Flowers come from eco-friendly farms who pay workers higher on average and have high standards for quality and freshness.
2: Well, where do we order?
0: Get 25% off your order from the Books company. So go to Books B-O-U-Q-S dot com slash date and use code date.
3: Date.
2: Well, how long was it? OK, so you see this behavior in him and then you get engaged or did you get engaged and then see this behavior? When did this behavior start? And then when did you decide to get engaged in that you thought it would all be OK?
1: I think I saw my first flare of it like three weeks in, four weeks in. Really? I mean, I, I Before saw it you moved and- in with him. Oh, three weeks into the relationship. Oh, yeah. wow. I mean, I saw little spurts of behavior. Uh-huh. I think that you can only bury that for so long if it's part of who you are. Yes. And I just saw certain things and certain like conversations that I thought were immature or, or jealous-type comments that would explode, things that I was like, I hadn't even been used to that in prior relationships. So it was Did like a new— Did the jealousy kind of flatter you a little bit? No, I'm not that way. Okay, it really doesn't flatter me. It actually bothers me a lot yeah. because I'm a very secure person, and a big, big turnoff for me is insecure people. Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
0: So, what's an example of the first red flag that you personally saw, if you can remember, three weeks, four weeks, even in. if
2: it's super tiny? And did small. you think to
0: yourself, where you're like, okay, maybe it's just he's hangry. It just could be <laughs> something wrong. Yeah. What just, did you
2: tell yourself?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, to like overlook
2: those red alcohol flags.
1: Alcohol-induced, usually. Yeah. I mean, you know, people, it's so funny because it depends on who you, who your network is and what your mm-hmm. friends say. Like, your yeah. friends can either say, oh, well, maybe he didn't mean it or alcohol was involved or whatever. Or you can have hardline friends that are like, no, F that. Like, that's yeah. bad behavior. And who did you have in your corner? Um My best friend is opposite of me, so she's very forgiving, and she kind of lets everything go and sees both sides, and um, that can be good, but you also kind of need to have like a a hard-ass friend. I think when you're in a relationship and you're kind of in your upper 20s, which... I think there's a difference between 20s and 30s, the when, way we view oh, these say this things. all the time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you actually tend to stay in relationships that are unhealthy longer in your 20s than your 30s. Yeah. Because by the time you're in your 30s, you don't want to deal with shit. And you know what you want. And you know what That's, you want. You've seen and things, I mean, and you fail fast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so sweet, Raven.
2: <laughs> okay, so how f- how long was it until you got engaged? Were you dating for two years, three years, whatever?
1: We were dating for, I think, Three and a half years. We were only engaged about six or seven weeks, and then it was called off. And we actually didn't see each other, speak to each other, and we haven't since. Wow, like pretty much since. Okay, that okay, okay.
0: Happened. Rewind it, rewind it. Okay, okay, hold on. We <laughs> go too fast, Jen. We have a lot of time, but don't go, don't <laughs> fast forward too much. Okay, so you get engaged. Now, the feeling that when you got engaged, were you surprised? Were you like, okay, maybe this is his level of commitment, and maybe things are going to change. How did you feel when he first got engaged to you and did you feel like it was a complete surprise?
1: I wanted to be engaged and I wanted it to work out. Yeah. And you invest so much time with someone. You like dock up these memories and they meet your family and your friends. And you know, the idea of having to start over and almost turning thirty was not something I was
2: And sometimes I think we tell ourselves, Well, there's gonna be something bad about everyone.
1: You know, that's one of the laws we tell ourselves. So true. And you'll have friends that say that too. But I truly believe you have to listen to your gut. I think there's bad things about a lot of people. Nobody's perfect. Right. But you do have to follow your gut. And if your gut is saying, okay, this is not healthy or this is, we're not right for each other, you, you really have to follow it. And I had that gut feeling so early on and I completely overlooked it, um, that- do you think it was like your
2: woman intuition? I'm so big about a woman's intuition. I feel like it's our God given gift as women that we always have the, like this little bitty voice inside our head that says mm-hmm. something's not right, or you know you shouldn't really be dealing with this, or like you've handled this the right way or the wrong way, and we just ignore that a
1: lot. I think women have a stronger kind of gut intuition than men. I do, and I think that. Uh, it, it is that woman intuition where I started thinking, okay, I know I want to get married and I want to have kids and that's going to be tough. And you really want, it's fun to have a great partner that you're attracted to and things are fun and life is great. But when you think about that next phase of life, having someone that's just reliable, patient and Is not going to make things worse. Like Mm -hmm. we had no problems. I can't imagine adding kids or financial stress or all the things you endure through outside problems. Yeah, in a marriage, Um, I just think it would have put us below the threshold.
2: Do you also think that you being in your late twenties and approaching your thirties had something to do with you going full fledged into the engagement? Do you Mm -hmm. think you had? I mean, coming from a small town in the south like me, a lot of my friends and everyone is engaged or married and has children by the time they're my age. And I'm in my late 20s, uh, approaching 30 soon. But there's, you know, sometimes that pressure we put on ourselves to get in a relationship, to get married, to have children. Was that ever an issue for you?
1: Yeah, I think um, it was really at work. I didn't really like saying my boyfriend. You know, or my oh, yeah. my boyfriend's gonna do this for my boyfriend for four years. I was yeah. like, all right, everyone's married that I work with. This is dumb. I kind of just want to say my husband. Or did it, you it, get a lot of questions like, why hasn't he proposed yet? Oh yeah, I, oh, I that. hate that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was. Um, I don't know. I really just think that the desire to get engaged and to stay in the relationship, there were a lot of factors. I was going to turn 30, so I was 29, four months shy of turning 30 when I called it off this January. Um, my dad has been battling cancer for seven years. That was kind of up in the air. I don't Aww. know you know, where he's going to be, where his health is going to be, and I want him to walk me down the aisle. That's oh, really girlfriend, important. girlfriend, I've been there. My dad had lung cancer. I thought the same
2: thing. And like I get emotional now being with Adam because— I didn't think my dad would be able to walk me down the aisle. So, like, I so get that.
1: Yeah. It's a real fear. Well, and I had this thought of, you know, maybe I'll just do it and get married so I can have that, and then I'll divorce him later if it doesn't get better.
2: Okay, people are going (laughs) to think that's crazy, but I swear to you that's what you think when, like, your dad— I'm a daddy's girl and I literally thought that I just needed that memory of my father so badly. Me too. I get it. I Um, get it.
0: Jen, did you ever think when you're in the relationship, did you ever ask yourself the question to actually there's two parts to this question? One, is there something better out there? Have you ever asked yourself that question? One and two, part two would be when you were engaged, obviously, um, if it was public, obviously, you know, you don't want to just like, if he's like, will you marry me? You're like, "I uh, sure. But like, let's talk about this uh, <laughs> later. So my question to you, uh, so two part question. One is, did you ever think in your head, okay, is there someone better out there in this while you're in that relationship? Just thinking, okay, there could be something better. And then B would be, why didn't you sooner if, you know, when you did get proposed to, if it was not public, just say, Hey, like, let's take this day by day. This is where my head's at.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny. On the second part, I did do that. I, there was every day I'd be like, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we should slow down. Maybe we shouldn't even be together. Maybe I should move out. Maybe you should move out. There was, and that almost was too much to where he just didn't take me serious anymore. Um, First question It's not that I thought, was there someone better out there? Because he is a great person, and I do think that he is right for the right girl. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was really, is there someone better out there for me with the qualities that I want and that I know I'm going to need for a marriage and for a future? And someone that can accept me for who I am. I am kind of a strong, independent, self-sufficient woman, I also am motherly and comforting and all the all the feminine type qualities yeah. when I'm in a comfortable relationship. But I don't want to be afraid to give my opinion or ugh, be successful or busy yeah. or opinionated, right? And I think that sometimes that's a tough balance. It comes off as a masculine quality. And I think sometimes he wanted me to quiet down a little. Ah, So that was, Mm. uh, Mm. I I wanted someone that was more accepting of me and all of me and wasn't trying to change me. And that goes both ways. We were actually both trying to change each other. I wanted him to be less of this or less of that. And, you know, more like other people. And he wanted the same. So that honestly goes both ways. But to answer your question, it was, is there someone out there that's better for me? Right. Yeah. So,
2: Let's fast forward to the day you called off your wedding. Oh my god. <laughs> because
0: So when I, when I think of calling off a wedding I feel like it's all already been planned and you're like, "Scrub." Technically you called off your engagement, right? You guys didn't <laughs> wedding plan anything, right?
1: We had a date booked and the band wow. N- did not end Emerald up rebooking. City? Or, yes, yes, yes,
0: it's, no, we listen, got Emerald City.
1: <laughs> listen, it's it's party machine with Emerald City, who party is also city machine?
2: yeah, 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 party uh, city machine at whatever. They're actually playing at our wedding and they're fantastic and you have great taste in pants. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> but um, I thought it was hilarious when she said that because we had Chipotle before and she
1: said, <laughs> that, I was like,
2: no way, we just met with
1: them. Yeah, they so they weren't able to rebook so they're actually playing at the panel launch party in January in Dallas so if <laughs> anyone wants to come. What's the actual day? Send me a DM. Uh, January 9th. It's okay. a Thursday at Ferris Wheelers. It's cool. a, It's like an invite only. You have to sign up for PAIR, P-A-I-R rr.com
0: I have a convention in Fort Worth that day, so well, Raven you have go. to go. Yeah, yeah you hold can it go. down.
1: Yeah, cool. I th- uh, do you know Elena Davies? Yes, she's yes, gonna I be there. Yes. She's been on my podcast. Um, all the guests are invited. So yeah, yeah, I love that. I'll be there, and sh- uh, Party City Machine Band will be playing. Great, oh, so cool.
0: You get <laughs> a little sneak so peek and taste of it. Okay, <laughs> so you had this wedding. You had the date booked. Everything. Did you was spend any
1: up. other money? Sorry, Adam. Sorry, yeah, I you? got the majority of it recouped, except for the band. Sorry, go ahead, Adam.
0: So, okay, uh, you got the band and the date set. Your date was supposed to be what?
1: October 19th. <gasps> That's uh, our year? wedding. No, yeah. no, just kidding. Oh, already? <laughs> we have the same <laughs> wedding. Oh, so
0: you got engaged in January.
1: I got engaged last December of 2018, called it off end of January, okay, so and we were going to get married a month ago, October 19th. All right, so you had
0: basically not nine to 10 months after you got engaged, you already set the wedding date. And why'd you pick that date?
1: It was the only one available at the venue I liked.
0: And what venue?
1: Um, I actually forgot the name of it. Okay. It was in Frisco. Did, did
2: you feel weird when that day came and passed?
1: Did no, you, feel I, you know day? what's funny is I didn't even know because I'm That's in great. a happy, healthy relationship now. I didn't even know. And my mom texts me and she's like, "Hey, I know what today is." Blah, blah. I was like, "Damn, I didn't even know." I don't care. <laughs> thanks I don't for care. reminding <laughs> me, mom. Yeah, thanks. Kind of felt relief. Yeah, like thank God I'm not sitting there marrying the wrong person for sure. Right? Really true.
0: Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so everything went down. And when you, like, did you thro- take the ring off your finger, throw it in his face, and yes. said, I'm out or I get wish the I wish f- I had out my out ring my right now. I forgot. Raven. It at home. I
2: know. <laughs> I forgot it at home. I'm sorry. I took a bubble bath earlier because I've been working out really hard for you. Don't roll your eyes yeah. as you Just say kidding. that. It's not for me. <laughs> I'm
1: working out for myself, but I, like, took the ring off while I was
2: taking a okay. bubble bath
0: and forgot to put it on my So go ahead, Jen. Take us back to that day.
1: Yeah. No. All the things. I mean, yeah. Everything you would did. Think. You it take was it and Perfect. twist it and just like boom, on the table and like it was more like a, a throw. Ooh. And like Ooh. I'm not gonna marry you. It was so dumb. But did yeah. you throw it at his face or something? No. Or just towards him. <laughs> just kind of away Link. from me. Oh, Okay. But it was. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a bad fight, and yeah, it was kind of like a get out, but. I think what made it serious and what made us really have to take a step back and evaluate is I sent a text to both sets of parents that night saying I am calling off the wedding.
2: Wow! And so I did you knew, previously like plan this or was it in
1: the heat no. of the moment of that night? It was in the heat of the moment, Ooh, and I it's knew hot in here. I'm hey, spilling the tea. I knew <laughs> that if I sent that text, it was done. Yes. Yeah. And I almost felt that I had to do it so that I would hold myself accountable and that other people would start uh, questioning things. Because I think you never want family to know, you know, the bad things or ins and outs, and you don't really want to involve them. And people who do that, it's like, okay, well, then break up, right? Yeah. yeah. Your parents are only going to give so many chances. So right. I think once I did that, I knew that I was holding myself accountable by involving other people.
0: Wow, because yeah, I, I mean, personally, you want to like step back and think because there's so many emotions that run through your head, right? Mm-hmm. It's anger, it's hate, it's sadness. There's so many things that are going through your head. But for you to do that right off the bat, that's I mean, that's interesting. You're right. And I guess you have to hold yourself accountable because if you just maybe slept on it, you would have been like, okay maybe we can try to intervene and figure this out.
1: Well, cause that had happened time and time again. So I already knew what You're the standard it. process oh, was, great. right? We would wake up, there would be, you know, consoling. We'd have to work it out for like a week, make up sex, right? You know, I mean, it's
2: happening. Let's talk about it. You would have
1: to. Okay. You would have to come together. And it was I already knew the cycle. Yeah. So I think I knew if I really disrupted that in an aggressive way that there would be no going back. And And I knew to him that that would be an ultimate crossing the line. Yes. And I kind of wanted to cross the line. Not come back.
0: Be very clear about it.
1: What did your parents say? What does his parents say? they were surprisingly understanding. Yeah. Um, Both sides. Both of our parents were still married and they understood that marriages take work and they both kind of came to the conclusion of we all get a temper. Sometimes we all let our emotions run out of control, sit down and talk about it. We're here to talk with whatever you need. But I push through. And so did he, that this was actually a mutual decision. We both decided Mm. that we had just let things go too far. And honestly, I had brunch with my dad the next week and he was like, look, marriages get tested. So if you don't start out really high, when things are good, you have no stress. You don't have that responsibility of kids and financial stress and and all the things that the life changes you get to a threshold and if you start out just teetering above that threshold, you're not going to make it. You're all those things are going to push you under it. And so he said, he said, I don't think your mom and I fought at all. Like the first five years of us being together, married, you know, we didn't have anything to fight about. We just enjoyed each other's company. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's like, it wasn't until life really threw a lot of stresses where we started having disagreements. So I really took that to heart and realized that, he also said, I think opposites attract. And I think mm-hmm. you tend to date a lot of guys that are like you. And you really need someone to balance you out. You need someone who's just going to kind of love you for you, put you on your pedestal. You are kind of miss put me on a pedestal yeah. and yeah. we all like, are. embrace me way. for everything I am. And he said, you just need someone who's going to lift you up that way and not someone who's going to be a power struggle with you.
2: So true. Mm. Okay. I, Daddy's I have one advice. last question before we take a break. And this may be a long answer so take your time um what was your healing process like after you sent those text messages after it was done and you moved out or he moved out whatever the mm, living situation it was um what was your healing process like and when did you feel like you got your groove back
1: yeah i think people will think that i did s- s- kind of quickly but uh i felt a major sense of relief And no regrets. I think that's when you know you made the right decision. Yeah. And it sucked. I'm not going to lie. It sucks. It sucks. It's lonely. It sucks. I lost the dog in it. You know, when furniture moved out, when the cable and Wi-Fi got cut off and I was like, what am I doing? I'm here alone in this dark house. But it was, uh, I happened to get the flu at the same time, which was Uh, really convenient. And because it allowed me to stay at home in bed and watch movies and be sick and just kind of wallow in that, that pain Mourn and, that darkness. and yeah. then when you got better, you got better and you got back up the next day. Yeah. I had some girls nights, went out and I started my first podcast earlier this year, which was a great way to kind of be creative and dive in. I quit my job, started a new one. I made a ton of like life, life changes, changes. Yeah. and then I turned 30. Did you cut or color your hair? No. Okay. that's am <laughs> weird about my hair. <laughs>
2: that's one change that, you know, a lot of people make when they go through a breakup or something, so I just wondered.
1: Yeah, I think that I felt a sense of relief that it. I had been struggling with making this decision far too long, probably two years, mm-hmm. and been through several fights, and I knew it was going to suck, and I think that that is Helped the you. time that people do tend to run back to the wrong person or run so back true. to the comfort, and I really tried to choose to just live in it and feel it and experience it so that I could move on. And then I met someone who's honestly amazing and we've been together since like May. Well, let's hold
2: it right there because we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the new love in your life and how you can get over breaking up with someone and even calling off an engagement Mm -hmm. and then still find someone in your life that brings all the things that you need and want into your life. And then we'll get to listener questions, of course. And I can't wait for Ask Adam
0: and Jen. Jen.
2: (laughs) Okay, we'll see you in a few. It's the time of year where everyone is traveling or running around getting thoughtful gifts for people they care about, but think about getting yourself the gift, like the gift of an Audible membership. Right now, for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just $6.95 a month. That's more than half off the regular price. Choose one audiobook and two Audible originals absolutely free. Visit audible.com slash date or text date to 500500. Let me say that again, just so you don't miss out. Visit audible.com slash date or text date to 500, 500 And let me just tell you, I love to listen to audiobooks when traveling, especially traveling back to Arkansas during this Christmas holiday. And I am re-listening to the five love languages. we talked about this book so many times on the podcast. And hey, if you're already listening to this podcast, I know you're going to love Audible. Audible is also a sponsor of our show. So give yourself a gift and get an Audible membership today.
0: Well, we're back and uh, all the juicy tea has been spilt. So now we want to know How green the grass is on the other side. So, Jen, tell us about your new boo. Tell us about how you guys met, how the chemistry was right from the get go, and where you guys are today.
1: Yeah, this is exciting. And this is my favorite part of the story because I thought that it would take me so long to find someone. And I thought for the longest time, I'm almost 30. I just called off an engagement. No one's going to be interested. And I think I worried about guys being intimidated by my success or that I own my own home or all these dumb things that I thought would be a turnoff. And no, I actually moved on really quickly. So I think he will tell, he will say that I slid into his DMs, which <laughs> kind of is somewhat accurate, but my Instagram was private and I think someone had mentioned my name in the past And it popped up like as a you might know or something. And so he had to request Uh. to add me. Modern day... Fairy tale. did we talk
0: about this episode too well one of the questions they asked is like adam where would you find a good girl and i was like this sounds crazy but instagram I don't oh i
1: her. think it's the number one dating app i've never been on a dating That's app so, so i don't true. know yeah. instagram is the number one dating it's app it's great yeah so don't you think that qualifies as him making the first move yeah if he absolutely. added you yeah yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure yeah so i had to accept it and then i didn't say anything he didn't say anything but that night i was out at high fives in dallas <laughs> And um, I had creeped on his Instagram. I knew he was pretty tall. Like I could tell. Um, Let's but be
0: really clear. Jen likes anyone over six two. very picky. doesn't over, matter what you look like. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you look like. You got to hit the six, three mark, but go ahead.
1: You have to be attractive to me, but yeah, tall is attractive to me. So I knew he was tall and he seemed sweet. I don't know. There was just something about his, his eyes and his face. And I saw him walk in, but I was with a ton of people, like a whole group, guys and girls. And I was like, that's that tall guy that added me on Instagram. And I didn't say (laughs) anything, and neither did he. I actually, he said he didn't see me or else he would have come up. But the next day, I slid into his DMs. And I said, hey, you know, I think we might have both been at high fives last night. Was that you? And he said... I think we both know it was me because there's not a lot of six, eight dudes running around Dallas. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So funny and flirty. And he asked me out on a date the next, that Sunday because he ended up going to a wedding that Saturday night. But, um, you know, he was really sweet right off the bat. The chemistry was almost just like sweet friendship. I think maybe I had a wall up, right? I wasn't looking yeah. to just have immediate chemistry with anyone. Um, but he was so great, so sweet so smart. I just thought he was brilliant on, you know, our first couple dates and at the end of every date he would secure the next date. I love that. And so important. Yeah. yeah he was, he never kept me waiting. He, and he kept planning these nicer dates. Like I think our third date, we went and saw Hamilton, the Aww. play.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah. He in New York? F- here. They oh. came to Dallas, <laughs> but he was in New York because his best friend lives there uh. and he flew back early to see you to to take me on this date which i didn't know and i found out he was originally gonna like meet up with a girl in new york and he completely ditched her like on Aww. her birthday <laughs> oh no it <laughs> was like her birthday party that's even, that even better yeah and so he, <laughs> no, put, he was like i just knew that you were the one and i couldn't pass up the chance to go on another date with you that's so, so sweet yeah
0: okay so you guys have been dating for how long now
1: our first day, it was the last day of March. So, uh, you know, April. since like April.
0: So seven months. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, no, I'm going on eight months.
1: Going on eight months, yeah. Okay.
0: And you guys frequently still see each other?
1: Every day. Okay. And Have you moved in? No, we okay. do not live together. I have a very strict policy on that now. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> we don't live together. We stay together a lot. I was fostering a puppy, or a dog, and uh, ended up adopting him, and he was very helpful through that. Aww. So. It's kind of like our dogs. We stay together a lot, but we'll stay at his place sometimes, my place sometimes. We both have our own, you know, rent, mortgage, separate things. Yeah, that's good.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Is there a potential future move-in that you would consider, or do you think you'll wait maybe until you get engaged?
1: I would wait until I was engaged this time, and Mm -hmm. I actually would give that advice M- moving forward. Can so.
2: I tell you something? It, uh, these two boys right here, I'm talking about you too, Kevin.
0: Kev. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> these
2: boys said you should always move in before you get engaged. I disagree with that. For I used the, to think that. I used to think that too. And I mean, I did it. I mean, I moved in before I was engaged. But there's your an point. Age. Yeah, there's an age. Yes. But there's there's a difference between
3: moving in and with having the intention to get engaged versus saying, oh, let's test out if we live again. Then we'll decide if it's worth pursuing. You know, I think But if you move in with the intent and both know that you're probably going to get engaged, it's a a little different different story. Yeah. Yeah. I have
1: a policy for men. If you are going to move in with someone, you must propose within that first year. I agree. That's what I told Adam. (laughs) Or else I think.
3: I would agree uh, with that. A year? I told Adam that.
1: I told him that.
2: I said, you have to like promise me. Like, I had given up everything for him. And like, I talked about this in another pod in the previous podcast. So I won't get all oh, into babe. it because everyone's already heard it. But I did require that from him because that's what I needed. And I wanted to know he was on the same life path as I was, and he was. I would never push him to do something he didn't want want to do, but I needed to know, like, am I moving just to be, like, fun for you, or am I moving because we have the intention
1: on getting engaged?
2: Is is it a test
3: drive or is it the next step? Yeah, Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think there's no problem with setting expectations. I don't think that's a... Um. What is it? where you like? If you do this, you have to do this by this time. What is it called? Yes. It's I an, an, ultimatum. Ultimatum. an ultimatum. There's a difference between expectations and setting your standards yeah. and an ultimatum. Yes. And yes, if yes. you say it before he makes the commitment to move in with you, and you say, "I don't want to plan it. I, don't, I just want to know we're on the same timeline." And if after a year he doesn't, you have got to move out. Agreed. 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 Yeah. Agreed. And
0: and the good news is, is it's not like you guys. I mean, here's the thing: is if you are spending each night with each other. The move in is really just, you see each other every single, every time he's home, you're home, you're home together. The good news is you have at least a transition step. It's not like, okay, I have my bags of power here. I'm at your door, honey. (laughs) Like we're ready to go. So you have, you know, you have a little bit of like
2: leeway there. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. So I think that's, that's helpful too. So, um, since you guys have been dated, it's been eight months or so. Um, where do you see, I mean, how, how, where do you see the relationship going from here? Obviously you, your past has molded you and not really, I feel like your guard isn't really up. There's, um, you know, I feel like there's more of like a phantom, like an air wall that you're cautious of, but you're not closed off to opening up to him. So where do you feel in your heart? Like where you are in today, uh, in, in the relationship moving forward, how do you feel, um, about progression moving forward. And more specifically, let's just be theoretical. Um, Let's just say in a month, he were to propose to you. Would you say yes?
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. No, he's the one. And what's funny is I think people might be a little weary and hesitant of that. And, you know, at first his friends, I think, were kind of like, are you just a replacement of the last tall guy? Or are you just a replacement of the guy that just moved out? Which they have every right to feel that way. Because we did go on our first date, I think, three months after that last relationship ended, which for me is actually really fast. I was single for several years before meeting Bob. Bob. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. But he told me, I think two weeks, three weeks into dating, he was so nervous, like sitting on his bed, and he was like, I just think that when you know, you know, and I think that a lot of people go through life without ever understanding what that feels like or having that feeling and it's just a phrase and I want you to know that I now feel that way and Aww. I know you're the one and I love you and it was so soon but I felt the same way Yeah. and I didn't say I love you right back but I was like I, I think that too um, mm-hmm. I was a little hesitant to say I love you right away but I did end mm-hmm. up saying it back That is so
2: sweet. And I love love when a guy has enough cojones to (laughs) tell... Be vulnerable. Yeah, to be Mm -hmm. vulnerable and to tell how he truly, truly feels, you know?
1: Yeah, and you know what? It's funny because he's not like the most expressive, emotional, um, just because he is more of a like patient, kind, somewhat of a quieter guy. So he
2: is... You said in the beginning that... Your ex was kind of a mirror image of you. Is he
1: the yin to your yang, your new person? Yeah, he's actually completely opposite of me. He's kind of more brains, intelligent, um, you know, nerd in school. And I was like the, you know, cheerleader and all the things, yeah. right? So we're very opposite. Um Yeah, he's a little bit more introverted. He didn't know he was an introvert, I think, until he started dating me. I was like, you are an introvert. But he was like, I'm an extrovert. And I was like, no, you're not. He's an extroverted introvert, which I like to call myself. (laughs) Exactly. He's not like shy or weird or anything awkward. He's just, um, you know, more of an introvert and a good balance. But it doesn't mean that he's like Mr. Sensitive or super in touch with his emotions. I got the feeling that he doesn't say things like that ever. So yeah. it was sweet. It that's meant really a good lot.
0: really know. Well, the good news is, is you guys are happy. You mm-hmm. are in a good place in your life. And you've, I liked, an, I hate using the word rebound because you never had a rebound, but you've had kind of a refresh in your whole life. So I'm really that's happy and stoked for word. you. That's a good
1: word. I like that.
0: Yes. You yeah, refreshed. I did
1: refresh every aspect of my life. And I'm so glad I did. I mean, the beginning of 2019, I was a completely different person. And that's just like a, a show that some of the worst times in your life can happen in the same year as some of the best times in your life. And you can grow that much in one year.
2: Absolutely.
0: A hundred percent. So I appreciate you being so open now with that story. Now the good news is, is you've learned from all that you have a lot of experience under your belt. So Raven, Mm -hmm. we have some listener questions. We
2: do. Oh yeah. And We're
0: going to just transition straight into it. We're going to ask Jen and Adam,
2: Yeah, I think you guys are really going to like these questions. But yeah, let me just say, Jen, that was very, (laughs) I loved your story. I think a lot of people are going to relate to it. And you really do give people hope that they can go through something really bad and refresh their life and get to the greener side. Adam and I have been playing this new game. And if you're looking for a fun way to pass the time while engaging your brain and enjoying breathtaking visuals and a gripping story, your answer is Best Fiends. I love this game so much because it has challenging puzzles and it's just super fun. Best Fiends is a casual game anyone can play, but it's for adults. And Adam and I have been playing this so much because during this holiday season, we've been traveling to see our families, whether we're on an airplane or we're the passenger in a car. You don't have to have internet to play this game. We even have our families playing and you can share your progress on social media. So it's super fun to see if you've beaten anybody. And Adam and I are super competitive, but Engage your brain with some fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. And trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. You ready, Adam? Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. This is from our first, I guess, not call-in, but (laughs) Instagrammy. I recently made it official with a guy I've been dating since September, but I feel like the spark died out fast. I see him online on Facebook all the time, but he takes a while sometimes to respond to me. I have not brought it up, and I don't know if I should. I feel like I should not have this many doubts this early if he's into me or not. What's your advice? When we are together, I am happy. But when we are apart, more than together.
1: I have doubts about his feelings towards me. Jen? I think her gut has already answered whatever she's thinking. And, you know, within the first 90 days, you should know Uh, they say that the first 90 days of dating someone is like equivalent to a hit of heroin. I don't know if you guys have heard this. (laughs) This is a fact. I've never heard that. And people get really entranced in the first 90 days. And if you can't make it work then, then uh, I think you should call it quits. Wow. Okay.
0: That's so true. I agree. Well, I, I agree with it just for the fact that, I mean, he's just not giving you feelings back in return. So the good news is, is you're in the beginning stages of things. So, you know, take your try to take your mind off things, and you know, like everyone thinks that the first the first person you meet is not going to be the love of your life, and that's okay. Yeah. So just know, just continue to do what you're doing, and you're going to cross paths some way, somehow with someone else. It's
2: okay to kiss a frog or two. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Please help a girl out. So I'm living with two guys and currently hooking up with one of them. Oh, Our friends. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Our friends don't know. It started as friends with benefits, but we've both admitted to catching feelings. But now I feel like my feelings have surpassed his and it's making me feel really insecure. I want to get ahead of the situation, but I'm not really sure how. I like him as a person and love the convenience of the relationship. And he's big on exclusivity. So if I dated other people, we'd be done. Help. What do I do to get these feelings in check?
0: So I just want to get this straight. A girl, two guys, right? Living together. Yep. Does the guy that she's not hooking up with, the guy she's not hooking up with, know that these other two are hooking up?
2: No. Our friends don't know.
0: Okay. He says our friends. So i guess that's his friend too and her friend. Okay, got it. Friend doesn't know. Damn. Well, um, and she's getting feelings for him? She said they
2: both admitted to catching feelings,
1: but she feels like hers has surpassed his. She mm. also called it a relationship, which it's not. They're hooking up. They're yeah. not in a relationship. They're not, I yeah. don't assume they're going on dates. Obviously, their friends don't know about it. I'm assuming their family doesn't. That's not a relationship mm. to me. And if they both have feelings, then what is it? Is she communicating her feelings? Is he?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of ambiguity there. Yeah, yeah because it sounds like she's venting to you, but she she's not venting this to somebody else.
2: I mean, who doesn't love the convenience of sex? No, it's you great. Know what I mean? Hey,
0: let me just walk down the hallway. Pop, pop, pop. Hey, and then go back to my in. room. Yeah.
2: And like, Hey, we run into the kitchen and Hey, you want to go back to my bedroom? Sure. <laughs> like how can, like you're,
1: you're playing house kind of
2: Very. in a way. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. I
1: yeah. would encourage her to tell him how she feels. And if he doesn't respond, if he doesn't feel the same way, then
0: She's
2: try to stop sleeping with him. Yeah. Cause yeah.
0: The, the other variables we don't know is okay. Well, how long is the lease for? Right. And if she doesn't work out with him, can she a still be friends with him? And B, if she, if she cuts off all ties, Can she? Do they have to separate? And if so, what's the best time to do that?
2: Yeah, and if you're catching, if you're both admitting to catching feelings, why would you not date? You know?
0: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I don't understand what the holdup is. Yeah.
1: There.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure
1: either. I have a feeling he's not exactly caught all the feelings that she has. Yeah. He might just be telling her what she um, needs to hear. To keep this sweet situation, sweet
2: situation going because well, yeah,
0: he he thinks it's convenient too for him. You know, it goes that's uh, a two way street. So, I mean, that's just something she just has to have honest conversation with. The best advice that I think we got when we were on Caitlin's podcast was, um, basically try to have nonchalant conversation about serious topics because for mm-hmm. guys, it's easier for us to open up for those types of co- topics. So, if you're talking to a guy about well, hey, we're gonna move in, but you know, uh, you know, the bill should be broken up this way. Maybe the guy picks up the electric bill, and then you get the water, and then he gets this. And you know, it's, it's conversations like that that need to be have and had. Um, you just have to bring them up nonchalantly, and guys can uh, absorb it better and be able to comprehend it because it feels like more of a seeds being planted, not like oh, I'm being attacked.
2: Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Next. Okay, next one. <laughs> My boyfriend and I have been together for over two years and we've been talking about marriage. He keeps saying that I am a part of his life, not his whole life. I am just wondering if it's normal that it's that is said in relationships. I feel that if we are talking about marriage and big steps in our relationship, then this should not be the case. What do you guys
1: think? I don't know why when he would ever say you're a part of my life. I guess I'm confused on that.
2: He said he keeps saying I am a part of his life, but not his whole life. I would hope he, that you wouldn't
1: be his whole life. Like
2: I the, hope Like he the has, love of my life versus you're a part of my but life? But that's still
3: a cold presentation of how to, how yeah. to put yeah. that, I think.
1: I want to marry you. Like, Adam,
2: how I would you feel? I want to marry feel? part of you. How would you Just feel? Half. Yeah, exactly. Just your
0: left arm. How
2: would you feel if I said, I want to marry you, and you're a part of my life, but you're not my whole life?
0: The way I see this now, I, and maybe it's just her delivery. The only way I'm going to be in the guy's corner on this one is if I say that you're a part of my life, it's probably because I put myself, my career, um, and my family, and you are a part of my life, not you know all of it, which is okay in that sense, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, but maybe it's just the way it's not being... communicated and translated in the right way. Jane, what do you think?
1: I think it's a communication issue. It sounds like she has this mindset that he needs to say out loud that she is his whole world or a part of his life. And sometimes that's just a sweet thing that guys say. And maybe he should say it if that's what she wants to hear. And if he's saying he wants to marry her, he clearly wants to marry her. But I think if she's writing in a question like this, there's probably more problems going on.
2: Yeah. And maybe she's more obsessed with him than he is her and it's kind of this off balance, but he still loves her and wants to marry her. It's just not, I, I, it's like you told me before Adam, and I've said this before on the podcast, so forgive me for repeating myself, but Adam told me early on our relationship, he's like, I want to be with you, but if we aren't together, like the sun still rises the next day. And that actually, I know a lot of people think like, oh, that may be really cold sounding, but it was actually super attractive to me because Adam didn't need me; he wanted me. You know mm-hmm. what I
3: mean? The way well, Adam did it was definitely better than the, what I'm hearing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Kev. This, no problem. This man. guy
2: didn't say that. But well, I
0: yeah. think.
1: You have you guys take the love languages test? Oh yeah,
0: girl, girl. girl oh, yes. we got to jump you on next week. Listen, too. <laughs> the first time,
2: the first time that I walked into Adam's bedroom, he had the five love languages book on his nightstand. So. so, what are you
1: guys' love languages? Go ahead. How do you give and how do you receive?
0: Um, Well, you know what's interesting is mine's kind of changed since our relationship. Um, But I would say where I am right now, the way I give um, is I I used to give kind of with with words of affirmation and gifts. Uh, That was just my personal way to let people know, like, hey, I really like this gesture you did. And maybe you can cut off my microphone. There we go. (laughs) Um, I like this gesture you did. And. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Okay. I like this gesture you did, and here's my thanks for doing that. Right. Um, But the way um, I like to have my love received is now um, acts of service, and um, why am I blanking out on the second one? Uh, Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. I need to be told that everything's going to be okay, and I need to make sure that everything's done. I'm very type A. Um, and I like things that are done and I like just things that I don't have to worry about and I don't have to stress out or feel or, or, you know, be whacked about. So that's, that's me and you're different, right?
2: Yeah. I'm a physical touch and I need to be petted on. I need to be doted on. I need Adam's like, I always have him hold my hand to the grocery, in the grocery store. Like I just need his physical touch. And I think you give. Uh acts of service you give that yeah, as yeah, your I love, do. yeah, for sure, um, and I think I receive physical touch, but I also give it, mm-hmm. like i'll pet adam's head, but adam doesn't really care if I pet his head, you know yeah, what I mean it's like not it's not his love language, but like I feel like i'm really showing him I love him by petting his head, yeah, I love my head petted, you know like <laughs> <laughs> of course you I love do. to be pet
1: what's yours I think I Give with gifts and words of affirmation. I'm a gift giver. At Are you? Yeah, that's, that's one what of my things. What do you gift a man? Vacations, meals.
2: Gotcha, gotcha.
1: I like to plan experiences, tickets, things that will surprise them that they'll, I don't know, wow people. Yeah. Or just like a Lululemon shirt or something. I'm the gift giver. Yeah. So, And words of affirmation. I'm very much like when I leave, I send a text like, I love you so much. I'm so thankful for you. I'm like a words of affirmation. Good luck today. Have an awesome day. You're going to kill that meeting. Like that's, I give that way. Yeah. I receive through acts of service. So Ah. I don't do dishes.
2: (laughs) I can cook. (laughs) And Adam wants to, just say it, Adam. I can see it on your face. Just say it.
0: Just say it. It's
2: fine. I'm not even going to get mad about it. What is it? I, now I have to know. Go ahead.
0: What? There's a lot of things I want to say, but what exactly <laughs> you wanted me to say?
2: I thought you was going to be like, well, Raven doesn't do the dishes yeah, either. <laughs> she
0: doesn't either.
1: <laughs> Michael does the dishes. And
2: Raven
0: doesn't cook, so... I, uh, no, no, you did last night. Back. Last night you did. I give that to you.
1: Excuse
2: last me, sir. Last night was great.
0: Remember what I told you? I said, if you cook, I will be glad to clean because I can make the place spotless.
2: And did I cook well for you? You
0: did. But oh, my I really don't satisfied.
2: know how. I just like...
0: You know, she figures it whatever.
2: out. I like anyway.
1: it. I like cooking. And I've been getting into the keto thing, so you kind of have to cook a lot. So I've been, and Michael's gluten-free, so I'm having to change all my recipes. I didn't make gluten-free lasagna. I can't even do, do. you consider cooking acts of service or a gift? Ooh, uh, probably both. But yeah. an act of service, I believe, is something you don't really want to do. So I think cleaning the dishes is more of an act, act of, of service, service. which yeah. he does. So, yeah, we have a good balance. I like that. And what's his? What's his? Love oh, the language? way he gives. Yeah. Definitely acts of service. Okay, so he fills your love tank. He fills my love tank. Um, and I think the way he receives is words of affirmation. Yeah. Okay, next question. Are you ready? I'm ready for you. Okay. I'm
2: going through a very rough separation from my husband at the moment. We've been together for eight years. A few years into the relationship, he decided he was asexual, so he doesn't want anything to do with me sexually. And physical touch is my love language. I feel like I'm failing him by leaving the relationship, but my heart is broken. I was wondering your thoughts and advice on how to get through this. Okay, we did not Mm. set that up to be a love, uh,
1: love language question. That just
2: was organic. That that just was organic.
1: Yeah, yeah asexual. Should I, do you want me yeah, to start? Yeah, go ahead, kick it off. I think that she needs to decide how important sex is to her and then decide if it's valuable and important to her to stay together with him and ask him if he's okay with her having sexual relationships outside of their relationship if she needs to kind of fulfill that need. If he's not, then I would think she should leave even though that's going to be hard and terrible. I think it would be worse to stay in a relationship where you're not getting, you know, that physical touch and connection. Right.
0: Yeah. um, There's a lot of questions that are going through my head. (laughs) I think this guy, wow, there's just, I don't know if it's an insecurity thing. I mean, I just have a lot of questions, honestly, but they have to kind of deep dive deeper into, um, you know, it reminds me of like when uh, the Facebook statuses that are like, It's complicated in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, Engaged. It's like, this seems like a, it's complicated type thing. So I I just think there's a lot of miscommunication that needs to go down here. This like type A. Well, he just
2: doesn't want to have sex. That's it. That's it. That's the whole thing. Yeah. That's a whole pie.
0: Aka, It's complicated. Yeah. And And apparently
2: that is a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. When I was in, um, law school, um, one of my good friends was asexual.
1: Mm forever no not forever
2: so does that mean
0: they're okay okay they're okay with not having sex but they'll watch someone else have sex i'm gonna look
2: this
1: up oh no
2: i don't think it's like a
0: viewership okay it's like you don't (laughs) want to have
2: you're not interested in sex that's all it is it's like you don't want to have sex with either gender and you don't desire it and you're asexual meaning you are good with yourself Basically, correct me if I'm I, wrong. I just
3: looked it up, and Raven is absolutely correct.
1: Okay, yeah,
2: uh, I know this because I had a friend. Is a lack that was of sexual asexual.
3: attraction to others, or lower absent interest or desire in sexual activity. I really so, yeah, bonded. you on. Thank you.
2: <laughs> I really bonded with my asexual friend at the time because I was a virgin at the time, and we're the only ones that were virgins.
1: Could it be that he has low testosterone? Because that's a problem, and he Very should. True. It is. Has yeah. he gotten his testosterone? I have so many. So many questions for her. Yes,
0: or his cortisol levels are too
3: high. I know that. Or he takes an antidepressant
1: because
3: he at
1: once they've been married
2: for eight years and like he all of a sudden is asexual. Like he had sex at some point, you know, with her. I'm assuming. Yeah. If not, that she can probably annul her marriage because. In some states, you have to consummate your marriage for it to be a marriage. <laughs> Thank you, law
1: school. Thank, Thank you, you one school. and a half years of law school. Yeah, I think she needs to ask him a ton of questions. Like, hey, if you decide you're asexual, like, does that mean that it's okay for me to have sex with the other people? She feels like she's letting him down by leaving, so would he be comfortable with that if yeah. she stayed? What does she want to do? I'd
3: How? want to know if he's interested in self-love, if you know what I mean. Well, um, factor yeah, into
1: very
2: true. Yeah, true. Agreed. True. Um, also, something that stu- stood out to me is she said, I feel like I'm failing him by leaving the relationship. And I almost feel like she's worried about him instead of her needs and wants in the relationship. And maybe she needs to look at how this is affecting her instead of being
1: too worried about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think in every relationship, you struggle with that. You struggle. Oh, yeah. I thought about that a lot of times when I was looking at, I'm like, oh, well, how is he going to feel? And is he going to be able to process this and handle it? And, but yeah, you kind of have to be selfish in some answering some of those questions.
0: I agree. Well, we can, I, I'm Sue. I'm really excited we got you on today because we can stem off of this thing in like oh. four different subject topics.
2: We could keep going.
0: And I promise this won't be the last time you're here with us. And I hope that <laughs> we can come on yours too because um, I'd love to give feedback and, and yes. I'd love to be a ho- uh, a guest on, on your show as well. Um, and I can
1: interview you guys and you can tell your story and
0: dig in. I don't know.
1: People might be tired of our story.
0: No. no. But it's just from, it's not our story. Maybe our story is before we met each other and people know about our story. Yeah, or our kind of life
2: of right now. That's yeah. true. Yeah. We
0: can figure it out. Yeah.
2: Anywho. But, um,
0: with that being said, we appreciate you guys listening to us. And of course, uh, feel free to give us uh Uh, four to five stars Um, (laughs) five
2: star you never ask for a four star we don't
0: accept anything under five stars according to raven (laughs) and um we appreciate you guys listening to us and we can't wait for next week i think next week we're going to try to rapid fire a bunch of questions so what we're going to do is we're going to post
2: callers back yeah
0: we're going to post on our instagram and we're going to ask questions um but before we wrap up jen if you want to go ahead and plug in your socials and your your social media and all that stuff go ahead stage. yeah
1: yeah you guys can follow me personally at Jen Hills, just J E N H I L Z. And then I just launched my podcast in October. It's called the panel. Um, you just search the panel podcast with Jen Hills, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts. And it's about, you know, work, life, love. It's for ambitious people.
2: I'm stalking your Instagram right now just to see your new boyfriend. So (laughs) ban your new puppy. Okay, and as always, if you want to ask Adam and I or question, you can contact us on IG. You will always stay anonymous. My handle is Raven Nicole Gates, Raven, N-I-C-O-L-E, Gates.
0: Everyone knows how to spell your last name. Mine's a little harder. Mine's just Adam Gottschalk. You know how to find me. I'm basically attached to Raven's hip, so uh, (laughs) any photo that I'm tagged in, you'll find me. Uh, With that being said, we love you guys. Thank you so much, and we'll be back soon. Thank you, guys. Bye.